<laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Wow, Saudi Arabia. Wow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Great to have you here with May us. Saudi Arabia get shaken with the power and the fire Amen. of God. Do you work there? Where are you originally from? Hallelujah. Wow. Well, we just greet you all in the name of Jesus. Welcome to this broadcast today. Hey, Camilla from Norway. Hey, Asin from Germany. Amanda and Ashley from Coventry. Bless you all. This is what I want to say. Do let us know where you're tuning in from. Comment below. Type in. Share this. Let's reach as many people as we can tonight with the word of God. It's going to be a powerful evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you all. Bless you, uh, Samuel from Florida. Good evening, Fatima. Bless you. Good evening, Fatima. Praise be to God. God is so good. What a blessed, blessed day. I know. It's literally been back to back. We've had like meetings and you've just finished ministering and you literally jumped onto this. Minutes to spare. Minutes (laughs) to spare. Like It's like how we do at church, like pragma. We'll like minister out. And 4.01, 3.59, we will be in the building. Um, we're used to it. We love it. We love the, the fast yeah. pace of ministry life, don't we? Yeah. For those that are interested, I was actually just ministering to professional footballers. Hallelujah. So I was able to share the word of God. And they're all professionals, all amazing young guys that are Christians and being discipled. And God's actually using them in the sphere of sports and entertainment and obviously it's incredible yeah, like yeah. you thank god that there are successful football players who are christian yeah yeah yeah. because you get people that profess to be christian you got people that just straight up ain't saved yeah so it's amazing and how awesome is it to be able to preach the gospel to them and just encourage them and be a yeah. blessing to them so well and what was amazing about it was and this was just minutes ago that the tangible presence of god just swept through the, the broadcast wow. and many of them were saying we can feel the presence of god we can sense the tangible presence of god which was just just amazing you know thank god for his grace you know oh so cool what did you share on Sorry, I know you're having a drink. <laughs> I shared on quite a few. <laughs> Does that sound nice and like podcast sound? <sighs> <laughs> it just tasted so good, you know. Sp- Do you like, who likes sparkling water? I love sparkling water and I've got Pastor Daniel on it and he absolutely loves it. So no Sprite and sugary drinks. Give What's us- funny is I, I remember when I used to just drink sweet drinks ginger beers different things like that filled with sugar and i used to say to you how on earth are you even drinking that it's just plain water what on earth is that but by god's grace and divine wisdom i've got the revelation it's the same fizzy experience and when it's cold it's exactly just, uh, it's the same vibe thank god for your wife mm. yeah no you know what i'm a bit of a sparkling water connoisseur some people don't Well, like... let me reword it. You're a water snob. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the water snob. I may be the sparkling water snob. You're really fussy with water. Yeah, I am actually. Your favourite water has to be in like a glass bottle, isn't it? For the experience. For me, in biblical times, they got their water Make from... It spiritual. Yeah, now. come on now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Biblical times, they were getting water out of the well. And out of springs, fresh out of the aquifer, pure, gushing out. I only, I only want to drink the water they drank, which yeah. was spring water, not 
tap water. Not tap water with all fluoride and chlorine in it. It was spring water. Yeah. So, so anyways. just for those of you watching, because we love you, we believe in divine healing. We want you to live long and live strong. You don't really want to drink tap water. You, you know, many, some places are amazing. Like Scotland, their water is actually a lot better. They get it straight from Highland Spring, isn't it? Yeah. Some, some places. Um, yeah. Hi, Sunil and Janine. Um, so yeah, you don't want to drink tap water because literally, I know this sounds a bit horrible, but your tap water from the sink is no different to the tap water that comes out your toilet. All right, baby. Just no, no, no. I, I'm just. I know. I'm making a point. Thank you. He's saying <laughs> I can carry on. I know it sounds graphic, but I'm giving you context that when people. No, you're right. The people need to know. You're they right. They do. People perish because of lack of knowledge. Huh. Um, for example, if you've got somebody who's on birth control, somebody who's taking drugs, you know, and all this stuff like contraception, even heroin, has been tested in waters because when people are then going to the toilet their body is excreting this stuff. So you may not be doing that yourself, but you are then drinking all this and then not even mentioning all the toxic toxins and chemicals and all that stuff. So, you know, filtered water, bottled water is always good. Um, and you don't want fluoride. I won't go into that. Do your research. Um, yeah. But NN Samuel says, I don't drink tap water. Well done. Good. There you go. So there you go. You learn something new every day. And back to what I was trying to say, I love sparkling water. So, it does give you that great fizzing feeling of after you've had a meal, you want something fizzy, get a nice sparkling water. Now, the reason why I'm so fussy on sparkling water is because it sparkles different. Okay. Sparkling water, you get some that are really flat. And I think it's them ones that people have tried and they're like, oh, how do you have sparkling water? Yeah, and it has that weird sort of flat taste. Yes, yeah. it's not well carbonated. You want something that's very well carbonated. Um, I wouldn't mind if you wanted to bless me with a carbonating machine. I don't know if we would do that. That would be great. But um, yeah, this one's pretty good. When you open it, you want to get a good fizz. Like, Is that your way of asking me? <laughs> What's the other one we have? San Pellegrino. Yeah, that's quite good. That one, it's yeah. it's okay. Highland Spring now. That is like Sprite. Add a bit of mint. Add a bit of whatever lemon you want to it. I put cucumber in mine. I put all Mint sorts. leaves is good in the sparkling water. Mm, I make really good like... Mint leaves and some lime. Lime, ginger, um, mm. orange slices. I put all sorts. You make it nice. So yeah. there you go. It's a Hallelujah. Little, it's a little revelation for the people. Yeah, but no, good water is good for me. Certain percent of your body is water. Well, massive, I right? Think so. Is it seventy something? Seventy, percent? eighty, right? Yeah. And let's go a little step deeper. Certain amount of percentage of your brain is actually water. Yeah. I'm so my question that. is, which water are you putting in? Come on, somebody. I don't know if you can hear that. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's so important. You know, the right water you put in, man. It's important. Amen. I can't take the lid off, but okay. There oh hallelujah! Let's greet the people. Good evening, everyone. So nice of you to join us. Let's go from the top. India. What did they say there? I can't see where it was. 1 to 10 a.m. Is it 1 or wow. 10 a.m.? Okay, let's go from the top. Oh, glory to God. Do comment below. Let us know where you're tuning in from. We're going to begin to greet some people right now. Do share this broadcast if you're on YouTube. Subscribe and all of that. From Wigglesworth Land. Is that, um, what's that, Bradford? 
Yeah, Let's go to the top. Let's go to the top. Let's have a look. Um, okay. Good evening, everybody. Right. Saudi Arabia. Bless you. That's so awesome. Amanda and Ashley from Coventry. Camilla from Norway. Um, Asin from Germany. Bless you. Samuel from Florida. Um, Fatima, we've greeted you. Welcome. Marcus and Leslie from Hackney. Um, was that Eileen from San Jose? Amazing. Gibson. Good morning. Where are you from, Gibson? Let us know where you're from. Mella from Florida. Welcome. Akami from Canada. Got Mercy Zambia. there from Zambia. Amazing. Uh, bless London. you all, bless you all. We've got Kenya tuned in. Bless you. Stanley from Nigeria, bless you. Do I use tap water for cooking? Really good question. So no, I don't. I don't use tap water for cooking. Um, I will use bottled water. So you get your water. So like washing fruit and veg, cooking with, again, for me, um, health is nutrition. Like the greatest health insurance we have is the food that we eat. I believe that food is medicine. So I really believe and advocate for organic, clean living. Because, you know, the, you are what you eat. The food's... Whatever the, these these yeah. days, it's it's not even you are what you eat. It's you are what you eat eats. Yeah. So, so it's you, it's not just the cow, or the beef. What did that beef eat? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Come on. So now. um, <laughs> if you think of the food chain, that what do cows eat? They should eat grass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna go somewhere with that. Yes, well done. Mm. They eat grass. Um, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. You ask some people. Sometimes they say milk. You think cows eat milk? No, they. Well, baby eat cows eat drink milk, don't they? They drink, not eat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're so clever. <laughs> They're aren't fed. You? Well milk. done. Yeah. Clever clogs. Um. Anyways, okay. Right. I need to state what I'm it's trying what to say. It's what vegans say, isn't it? They say, "Oh, the reason why we don't have cows milk is because you know it, it was never intended for humans. It was intended for the baby cow." That's what the vegans say. Yes, that's true. Veganism, I, I'm, I'm convinced there's a spirit behind it, you know. Well, there's a scripture, isn't it? It says in the last days that they will um, dissuade you from eating meat and stuff. So For me, you've got to look, part, like in the Bible, Passover lamb, you've got Jesus. When the, when the prodigal son returned home, the father preferred, prepared for him a fatted calf. That's a baby cow that's been fatted. Right, it's yeah. been fed certain stuff to taste a certain way, but it was beef, it was meat. Glory be to God. So that you know, if you speak to vegans, they treat it like a religion. Mm. You know? Well, that's what they're trying to do. Like there's um, people who are now really advocating all this fake meat. That all they this corn and all this. Move that, man. Yeah, can't it's, stand it. It's it's all and it, a lot of it is genetically modified. A lot it's of created it in labs. There's no health and no nutrition to it. A lot it, of it so is just really, really horrible. A lot of oils. So a lot of these cold-pressed oils. What's that stuff called? Um, oh, I forgot what it's called now. Just, uh, yeah, corn. But it's got, it's got a lot of starch, a lot of this protein stuff okay. so yes just... so basically the, the reason why we eat organic is because you know like if cows um you know are having all these um steroids and hormones and then you have it all that goes into your body and it can cause sickness and disease and then the the, the grains that they eat are like genetically modified so um you want to eat a clean like you want your animal to just eat grass like you just want it to be healthy so when you're eating it you're getting all the good benefits and um, they're not stressed otherwise all that goes into your body and then you know a lot of that comes every out. now and so, again a little treat's okay though isn't it every now and again yeah, I 
I, I am a bit hard on myself. You have to. I think there um, should be a good ratio of 80 20. You know, 90 10. 90 10, 80 20. But listen, 10. you know, the thing is, we need to go back. Like, we need to be eating like home cooked meals. Like, we need mm. to learn how to eat and cook because so many people are constantly eating out. And I'm not condemning you, but, you know, feed your family well, eat well, nourish your body. Your body's a temple. You want to live long. You want to live strong. You want to be healthy. Hallelujah. So I'll quickly touch on what you're saying and then we'll move on because I'm so passionate. I'll talk about this for hours. But sure. what you're talking about is all these soya, you know, these kind of new fake foods that they're making, fake meats. I went through a phase when um, a couple of years ago, I went super skinny. Like people say I'm skinny now, but I was a lot skinnier back then. And I had a few muscles on me as well. I was really into like the kind of veganism. I wasn't into it, but I just kind of, you know, you, I feel you go through the motions of like not eating meat. <laughs> I had to pray for you to get delivered from it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. And I was like testing all like m this fake meat on you and fake everything. Um, You'd get upset if I eat meat. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't get upset. But I just, I wouldn't eat it myself. But anyways, but it got to the point where I kind of, I, I, I learned that there was like, there were like strongholds for me that I actually needed deliverance from. And don't worry, guys, I didn't have to like, it wasn't vomit ah, and spit out like everywhere. No, it's, just so, it's, it's, it's mind it's renewal. It's mind renewal. It's mind renewal. So I just knew that like something isn't right here. Like if I touched meat, if I ate it, like I would like feel condemned. And remember, there's a difference between condemnation and conviction. So the convictions are the leading of the Holy Spirit. The condemnation comes from the devil. And it would be like, I'd feel like this heaviness. And I just knew, like you said, like there's a spirit behind this and yeah, meat is there yeah. for my liking. So yeah, now I really just focus on having a lot more um, meat, fish, you know, whole veg and not eating all this, you know, stuff that they're making, you know, that isn't, um, yeah. But anyways, I'm going to stop. Yeah. Otherwise this whole night will turn into all of that stuff. Bless you, Janet from KC, Missouri. Blessings to you. Anita is saying water is good for you. Amen. That's, that's a good word. That's and a good word. Too many people that are drinking so much tea, coffee, juice, everything apart from water. You're, you, the moment you wake up, drink water, cleanse your system. Listen, when you wake up, don't just sit on your phone. Drink water. Pray, pray. <laughs> move about. And pray. Exercise, Read do something. <laughs> and yeah, make sure you pray as well. Our high Stockholm, Sweden. We were literally just talking with someone from Sweden. You know, we're praying into... Um, seeing if we can come to Sweden. Pinky yeah. from Dubai as always. We love Amen. you. Bless you. Jordan saying, someone bless Pastor Tanya with a carbonating machine. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know it, like, I'm going to come to church. It's going to be like five carbonating uh, machines for me. Um, but yes, come on. We've got Helen from Nigeria tuned in. Bless you, Helen. Where, where in Germany, Asen? He's saying come to Germany. We were talking about Berlin earlier on. Yeah. Where in Germany? Germany, be specific with us. Are we talking Dusseldorf? Are we talking... Berlin. Berlin. Are we talking... Munich. Munich, yeah. Olivier is saying greetings from Northampton, Carol, Samara, James, Ruth, Maria, Whoa. and Olivier. Having well, a holy ghost party over there. Amazing. Great to have you all on, guys. Bless, Bless you. you all. Sister Ingrid. Sherelle from Birmingham. Bless you. In Germany, you have to look for African churches. There's a lot of African churches in Germany, so I don't know if you have to look very hard. California, hello. Oh, hello from Canada. Bless you. Driving to Holyhead. Hey, George, bless you. Oh, probably have a great journey and you have us for entertainment tonight. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> 
David David Solomon says, greetings from Lagos. <laughs> the reason why I'm laughing, I mean, he's really from London, but the reason I'm laughing is because he puts on such a good oh, yeah. Nigerian accent. You know what? We need to get him on the show. You know what? David Solomon, yeah, you, you're coming on the show, you we know. We need to get him on the One show. One of these Wednesdays, we're getting you to the studio and we're, we're going to just have you and on for a little bit. No, I will love it. You know what? That is going to be the most funniest night. Because what we can do is we can have all of us together and we can interview him and he can be a pastor from every country. So we're going to have lots of fun. We're going to interview him. Hallelujah. Because he can do amazing um, So we put greetings from Lagos, then he put a star sign saying London. <laughs> yeah, That must have been a very genuine confusion there. <laughs> but no worries. Or he's teleporting. Uh, nice. So we've got Coin from Zimbabwe. Hello. Good evening. Bless you, coin. Powerful name. Oh, okay. Wait, I think Dennis has given clarity. I'm a white guy from Germany and German churches really miss the Holy Spirit. And I'm the only white there. Oh, wow. Oh, um, I'm yeah, you know what? It's so true. These countries, you know, like Germany, Sweden, Norway, Finland, the, these places, they're crying out for a move of the Spirit of God. And that's why we're going to Finland. We are yeah. going to Finland the week after next, aren't we? A couple of weeks, yeah. Bless you, Seema from Croydon, London. Great to have you on. Let's keep going. Joanne from Lincolnshire saying, good evening, pastors. Hello. Bless you. Coin is saying, when are you coming back to Africa again? I'm not sure. We've got loads of invitations. <laughs> I've got so many invitations to Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, even places like Egypt and South Africa, but I'm just praying right now. I'm praying. We're I'm very prayerful. Yeah. People, they're careful, but we're very prayerful. So we um, we flow with the spirit. Sometimes you might hear next week we're going somewhere. We don't always, you know, let people have a lot of notice. Sometimes you just got to show up here. Eh? Some were sent and others grabbed the microphone and just went. Okay. <laughs> I like to be sent by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. We want the Glory divine, perfect will of God. I mean, we, we're not just people that just wait around and do nothing. We're of action. We're moving. We're doing things. We're active. And then as the Holy Spirit leads, diverts, directs, we flow with him. Beautiful. <laughs> David Solomon says, plant-based nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could just hear your accent. You I know. can hear it, too. Oh, we should uh, call you. Right. Should I call him? Brother David Sullivan. What, what accent are you going to do then? Let's do, um, let's choose. Quickly in the comments, what comment, what, what accent should he do? He can do any accent. Should we do? Let's just see if he answers. First. Okay, we'll let you choose then. Go on, David. You carry on talking for a minute. Greet the peoples. <laughs> um, Malawi. Wow. Okay, Ingrid said, can you try South African accent, please? Thank you, Pierre Piaget. Welcome to Finland. All right, let's keep on going. Solly Hall. David, answer your phone. <laughs> Denzel said Nigerian. Oh, NN said do Indian as well. <laughs> okay, someone said French. We'll have to get him live. If he's not answering life. the phone, what's he doing? Is he not meant to be on the live He's probably stream? working. He's doing the comments, isn't he? So... <laughs> Where oh. is David actually from? Nobody knows. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Amanda said Irish. His Irish accent is very, very good as well. Very, very good. <laughs> we just got to get him on. Maybe next week we'll get him on. Or the week after. Or the week after. Or the week after. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll just go with the flow. We'll see what happens. 
Bless you all. Um, I'm trying to figure out where everyone's from, but now I'm just seeing people put countries <laughs> for him to do an accent in. Bless you, Elishua, our dear brother. I hope you are doing well. He's in Kenya at the moment. He's actually in the USA, actually, oh, okay. right now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's making certain moves. He's active. He's active. Amazing. Praise Hallelujah. God. They opened the doors. All right. Keep going, man. Got someone from Nottingham. Josh Pereira says Portuguese. I've not actually... What I've, is a Portuguese accent? Yeah, I've not actually heard him do It's Portuguese. just very similar to Spanish, isn't it? It's yeah. just got a bit of a twang. We can, we can test it out. Um, why My, Portuguese, Josh? Why? Mylene from the Philippines, Philippines tuned in. Oh, Filipino accent. I wonder if he can do a Filipino accent. He probably can. We've got... Uh, okay, Asen saying Cologne, Germany. Okay, bless nice. you. Maud tuned in from Bahamas. Okay, that's amazing, Maud, you know. We're looking to do a men's retreat in the Caribbean somewhere. You go. know, Bahamas and then, you know, so... Tell the churches to get in touch. Hallelujah. Might be a revival in the bah <laughs> in the Bahamas. And then a week-long extension. One more week in the Bahamas. <laughs> oh, you expect all us women to just be back. Listen, we'll be going off to the Maldives. Anyway, Paris, we could Hayat. do shopping. Hayat from the Philippines. Great to have you on. Hey, Rebecca, bless you. Great to have you on with us. Sancha saying sparkling water is vile. We have a virgin pure water filtration sister. I mean, I used to think that Sancha as well, but it is actually quite it's good. It's so nice and refreshing. If you have it with mint leaves, lime and all Even of that, plain. you'll get the flavours. See how brother David Solomon just disappeared off the scene. <laughs> Dis I started calling it. Just disappeared. <laughs> Toilet, but it just, just got <laughs> disappeared off the scene. No comments, right? Brother David, you can still comment, you know. Don't just disappear like that. Don't worry, we'll, we'll have you come in person. I won't put you on the spot, don't worry. Just <laughs> 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 oh. see. I know how it goes with some of the brothers, don't oh, worry. Man. But yeah, bless you all. We going to do a all. video call, bless don't you worry. All. Brother David, it was just a quick hello, Brother David. That Might have needed a trim or something. No, these guys Jordan saying he's on the <laughs> he's on the flight to Lagos for real now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Alan saying, come to South Africa. We have the famous mutton bunny. <laughs> Whoa. Is that a mutton cut? What uh, what is that? That probably a, means curry. A bunny curry. But autocorrect. <laughs> you know, Alan, I do like South African food, I must say. I like a good braai. I like a little milk tart here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep Bray. scrolling. Let's keep I love going. oxtail. Uh, I love oxtail. Oxtails. Uh. But anyways, listen, enough of the talk about water. Enough of the talk about food. Come on, guys. You should be a bit more. Be a bit more holy. Yeah, come on, guys. Who are you Christians having fun? What is all this? That was, must bring some religious spirit. But now, this is the beauty about when you're under grace. We're just having fun. We're just greeting. We're just chilling. And this is a laid-back broadcast tonight. That's what it's all about. It's an in-conversation. No, but you're so right. You know when you're yeah. under grace? Yeah. You can have so much more fun. Because the religious spirit, why are you having fun? No, you must, you know, be praying. You must be in the... Like, it, it, that's what the religious <laughs> spirit will do. And it's so freeing when you're under grace is that you can have fun in his presence. You know, the Christian should be the most joyful person in the world. 
Absolutely. I mean, the thing about religious people, they'd probably be getting upset about seeing people laugh, mm. you know. But the thing is, I mean, the beautiful thing about when you're under grace is you can laugh, be in joy, be chilled, and you're still seeing more souls get saved. Yeah. You know, when you're under grace, it doesn't mean inactivity, but spirit-led activity. Amen. You know. Rebecca saying Jamaican oxtails is my favourite. My favourite. It's the same with her, you know. With the butter beans. We got uh, Taco tuned in the from carrots. Holland. Bless you, Taco. Hi, Taco. I do like tacos. We do love tacos too. I thought someone was still talking about food. Sorry, Taco. I'm just seeing food we everywhere. We love food. I love food. Bless you. Bless but yeah. <laughs> Sorry? No, I was saying I love food. You're like, bless you. Bless you, Dawn. Uh, from Ramsgate, Kent. Blessings to you. Hey, Narinda. Bless you, sir. Great to have you on. Hey, Lisa, all the way from Ontario. Bless you. Marcus is saying, yes, I like fun and laughter. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And the thing is, you can be in fun and laughter while you're doing the work of God. Yeah. You can be in fun and laughter while you're doing the ministry. You can be in fun and laughter while you're in a wilderness. You can be in fun and laughter while you're under attack by the devil. And really, when you're laughing while you're under attack, that's actually insulting the devil. Yeah. You know, there's binding the devil, then there's insulting and humiliating the devil. When you humiliate the devil, that's like you taking that spirit of Jezebel, putting it in a prison cell that's covered around the blood of, Je around the blood of Jesus, and that demon is just being tortured. You know, it's been humiliated. You know, so there's levels to this. You know, you can you either know, bind and loose. And sometimes when you're binding and loosing the devil, you're actually... Slapping you're, him around the face. Well, actually, sometimes you're glorifying him and worshipping him. No, it's so true. It's so true. Like People are so yeah. devil conscious, aren't yeah. they? And they're constantly, like you say, shadow boxing with the devil. Oh, yeah. That's true. And you know, sometimes some Christians, and this is a word for some of you, some of you can be quite boring. Like you're like Christians need to know how to have fun because it's like well, if, I, if I'm not in church, if I'm not praying, it's like there's there's nothing to you. There's nothing to your personality. Like I'm not saying there should be you and then be you, the Christian side of you, but there should be an element of as a Christian, you know how to have fun. <laughs> Because yeah, I've spoken to some of these girls and it's like they speak to these Christian guys and he's amazing, but... There's just nothing there to have like fun and talk and jokes with. So, you know, you've got to have a good balance. Amen. I think it's so important, you know, even for us, you know, we love, I love the word. I love studying. I love praying. But then there's a point when you have to get on with your day and you're in that place. But just because I'm, you know, and I felt this word today, you know, and I've, that's why I really felt even, you know, we should talk on rest. What is resting in it's the powerful. finished work of the cross? What is it for what, when the Christian wow. rests? Because sometimes, say, for example, if you're believing God <clears throat> for a breakthrough or you're standing on his word, a lot of people, this is the way they warfare, is they feel like I need to just be in my house and in my prayer closet. I'm in my prayer closet. I'm just praying. Shundai's and the Pontai's and, you know, I'm claiming on this scripture and they're, they're not working. They're not living life. Then they're, they're just in this, this war room, in this closet. And really, that's, that's not how we warfare. That's not how we fight. That's not from a place of victory. It's from a place of weakness and timidity. It's not from a place of resting in the finished work of the cross. And when we rest in the finished work of the cross is knowing I'm speaking the word, 
I'm believing, I'm standing on it. And now I trust you. God, I'm doing my best, but you do the impossible rest. It's trusting in the provision of what God has already provided through his son, that when he said it is finished, it is finished. Hallelujah. And everything now has been given to us, the authority, the power, the dominion, so that when we speak, we can be expecting that things will change. Now, does that mean the change is going to take place straight away? Not necessarily. Sometimes you might, but sometimes you don't. And that's where you have to just stand, but you stand in faith. Absolutely. And I think what we're really touching on is the foundation here, because the foundation is everything. Mm. Because praying in tongues, I mean, people that know us know that we pray in tongues a lot. Mm. Anytime we're driving, anytime we're worshipping, you know, we probably pray in that language more than the language of English when we pray, right? Yeah. So what you're saying so is... So what, yeah. what I'm saying is when you're doing things from a place of an orphan spirit... Oh, go there. That's where the dysfunction lies. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's powerful to pray, it's powerful to war, but impact is everything. How effective you are is everything. Not just how effective you are to the warfare, but how effective you are to yourself, your journey, your family internally. Because mm. ministry isn't just out there. Ministry is also behind the scenes. Mm, so fast. when there's an orphan spirit, you are praying from the wrong foundation because you're binding and loosing from a place of being a victim rather than being a victor. So praying in the spirit and warring is powerful but when you are under grace and you know that Christ has already broken through. So it's not just another breakthrough you're looking for. It's Christ has broken through and now you're just walking in the breakthrough. You're walking in the blessing. You're walking in the favor. The blessings aren't just you chasing them around, but the blessings are now following you around. Because now when you are under grace, you're victorious. When you are under grace... You're standing on the finished work. When you are under grace, now Satan isn't this big, massive devil in your yes. face. Now, Satan is under your feet because you're under grace. So now all of a sudden, your faith carries more weight. And now your prayer life actually carries substance. It carries the type of precision that hits the target. Mm. So you're not just praying and making noise. You're praying specifically you're praying with authority you're praying with the right foundation and you're praying scripturally and i believe that type of prayer life produces fruit and not just any fruit lasting fruit and then that type of fruit not only allows us to see um, public fruit but also private fruit Amen. so not just the public mission field but also because, in your own because what happens is people that are operating from an orphan spirit what happens is they are doing great things in performing for God because some of the loud prayers are performance some of the loud singing is performance some of the loud preaching is performance some of the itinerant ministry is performance so they're doing all that performance stuff from an orphan heart heart right and then behind the scenes, all hell is breaking loose. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the foundation isn't grace and the foundation isn't righteousness. And the thing about us is we're passionate people. Mm -hmm. So we do pray loud and we do pray a lot. But the foundation is from such a rock solid grounding where it's on the finished work of the cross. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. 
That's so powerful. And it's so true. And I think uh, you touched on something so good there is where we can do a lot of stuff on the outside, but on the inside, yeah. behind the scenes, that you're not at, at rest. Yeah. That there's no peace even in your soul. Absolutely. And the interesting thing is, and I touched on this on Sunday at Pragma Church, 4 p.m. Chrysalis Theatre, MK15, 9JY, for all those that need to come to church. But I touched on this at Pragma Church on Sunday, how forgiveness yeah. unlocks your freedom. How forgiveness is like a doorway to your healing manifesting. Yeah. Because think about it. People pray and pray and pray for the breakthrough. But actually, when you understand forgiveness and grace, it unlocks freedom. Come it on. unlocks healing. It unlocks the manifestation. Yeah. For example, now, if we look at the man in the Bible that was lowered down from the roof, right, yeah. in the book of Mark chapter 2. Yeah. He was lowered down via the roof. The place was packed out. And then what happened? Jesus recognized faith. I mean, let's just go there for, for a moment because I, I just want to show you this from the word, how forgiveness and grace actually unlocks healing so mark chapter 2 verse 5 it actually says this when jesus saw their faith so firstly when the man was lowered from the roof jesus wasn't looking at oh look what about the health and safety what about the man if he falls on someone's head jesus weren't looking at all that jesus recognized faith when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven you. Right. And that's a strange thing to say. The man needs a healing. Jesus says your sins are forgiven. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. In order for this man to have the confidence to take up his mat and walk, guilt needed to be eradicated. Wow. Shame needed to be removed condemnation needed to be blotted out. Jesus knew that once this man gets the understanding he is forgiven, he will have the faith to take up his mat and walk. See, forgiveness unlocks freedom. Forgiveness is the corridor for your healing to manifest. So many times I make people are making noise to see their prayer answered or they want to, you know, walk in healing and the manifestation. When you get the revelation that you are forgiven, when you get the revelation of guilt has been eradicated, when you get the revelation of condemnation is removed, it makes way for you to walk in a greater level of faith so you can take up your mat and begin to walk in your healing. Uh, yeah, I love it. When you were talking to me about that earlier, I'd never actually really seen that because I'd always kind of seen and heard like, you know, when Jesus says, um, you know, I forgive, um, your sins have been forgiven. I was always like, oh, like, I wonder what that is. Like, you know, because you think of like generational curses and like, oh, is it because of the sins of his, like whatever. Because um, yeah, for him to say at first, your sins have been forgiven, um, you would wonder why. So when you made that point, today, I was like, wow, like I I've never actually seen that before. Is that part of... His healing sure. or the pathway to receiving his healing was knowing that he had been forgiven. Absolutely. And like you said, it removes the guilt, the shame, that condemnation that thinks I'm not worthy. Yeah. And um, and I love that because just as you were saying that, I was thinking of um, Mark 11, which is such a powerful scripture. Like if you're 
believing God for something or you're standing on his word and you're like, I don't know what word to stand on. Um, I encourage you, you can't just like be praying and saying, Lord, do this for me. Like find it in the word, find the promise that God has for you concerning what you're believing God for in the word. So you're not just saying stuff, you're standing on the word because, you know, we know, I think it's like on John 15, if we pray according to his will, we'll know that we will have what we ask and that your joy may be full. So how do we pray according to his will? We pray according to his word. Mm, so um, in Mark 11, it says, um, I'm just reading from the NLT, um, have faith in God. Okay. Like Jesus says, have faith in God. I tell you the truth that you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up, thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe that it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I preached that last Sunday, but I was talking about not having any doubt in you because doubt is not from God. Remember doubt makes you think that God will not do what he says that he will do. Doubt stems from a lie and lies come from Satan because he is the father of lies. So there is no truth in him and that doesn't come from God. So doubt should not be a part of the life of a believer. But it says you must really believe that it happened. Have no doubt in your heart. So when you're praying, you're standing God's word. Mm. You've got to believe with everything you've got because there is nothing else. Amen. I would rather stand in faith than be in doubt. Come on now. But I love this. And it goes into verse 24. And I tell you, you can pray for anything. If you believe that you've received, it will be yours. Now, when it says you can pray for anything, mm. that's if you pray according to his will. Because yeah. there are certain things I can pray for that I ain't going to get because it's not according to his will. <laughs> Amen. Like you praying to get someone else's husband who's already married. Yeah, ain't going to happen because I ain't according to his will. Amen. But when you are praying, so back to what you were saying now about forgiveness. This is what I love. Yes. The condition. Mark 11, you know, it's a great faith, you know, prayer. Mm. But it says here, but when you are praying, first forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Forgiveness is so key. Absolutely. Forgiveness is so important that look, it's like, yeah, we could believe for all of this. But remember, there's this little stumbling block that can often be found in the life of a believer mm. And it can be traced back to unforgiveness. Sadly, you mentioned this on Sunday. There are people riddled with sickness, disease. Yeah. I'm not saying all um, stems from unforgiveness, but unforgiveness in, you know, even in arthritis and cancer. Again, I'm not saying all the time, so please hear my heart when I'm saying this. But arthritis, it's, it's, a, it's a riddling, crippling thing. And I have heard <laughs> testimonies of people that when they... You shouldn't be laughing at this moment. No, no, no. I'm laughing at the comments. I can see. Okay, let me finish what I'm uh, saying. Yeah. But when you, um, you know, you you let go of forgiveness and you have forgiveness in your heart, it releases, you know, that that stuff that you've been holding on to, these roots of bitterness that can take form. And you often, we have seen people get healed yeah. physically when they've chosen to let go. Absolutely. So bitterness, you know, can be found from unforgiveness, you know, and then it leads to sickness and disease. So it's really important, you know, if you're believing God for for breakthrough, whatever it is you're believing God for in your life, make sure that you set your heart, you know, ask God to show you, is there anyone that I haven't forgiven? Is there anyone, you know, and if there's someone you think of and it's like you, when you think of them, you're like, you know, you haven't forgiven them. So just let it go. Because remember, let it go. They're not, you know, where you are now and you want to grow and be all that God is calling you to. Amen. David says, <laughs> important reminder, one wife per person. Exactly. Mark says, thanks for the reminder, David. <laughs> Lovely. 
And it's so true because unforgiveness is you drinking a poison that isn't hurting the other person, but it's actually killing you. It's very, very important to not have that unforgiveness in your life. It's bitterness. It's, it causes sicknesses, diseases. And yeah, just let it go. That's it, Fatima. Let it go. Right, listen, please pray for my mum. Forgive me. I've hurt her. The Lord will forgive you. Repent before the Lord. And if your mum forgives you as well, that would be a blessing. May the Lord touch her heart. Yeah, and sometimes you have to ask someone to forgive you. It, you have to humble yourself. If you've hurt somebody and you feel led to go and ask them to forgive you, um, you do that. Maybe you don't, whatever. You might not even ever get the sorry from the other person that you have to forgive and you have to release them. Yeah, and look, look, somebody's saying it's hard to forgive when someone's raped your child. Uh, Absolutely. You can take the worst case scenario and as hard as it is, you have to let go. And I'll tell you why. Because you are giving too much to that person who did that to you. Don't yeah. don't let them live in rent-free um, in your mind. You have to release it. Let them, they're nothing to you. And the thing is, you don't want to give that person that power. Yeah to cause you to be hurt, to cause you to stay hurt. Obviously, it's so, so sad for people that go through that, you know. And ultimately, we have to be logical. It's the devil. Yeah. Point blank. The battle isn't flesh and it's blood. It's not with flesh and blood. So as much as that person who did that to your child, you know, but ultimately it was the devil operating through that person. So it all stems back. And that's what... Listen, if you want to be a strong Christian, if you know how to warfare well you see things for what it is so you will see that that was the devil rather than looking at a person and then hating that person having unforgiveness bitterness hold letting all this stuff come on you you look at that and you say this is the work of the devil and then you make him pay because even recently you know i've been through stuff where it's like the devil's hurt me hard but yeah. i haven't associated it to people it's like no this is the work of the devil and i'm gonna make him pay Absolutely. Pastor Tim says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Absolutely, Pastor Tim. Powerful word. Glory be to God. Well, you felt a word on rest today. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's go there. Yeah, let's go to Hebrews 4. We could open it up for discussion. Yeah, I think, you know, Hebrews 4 is so good. So whenever you think of rest and the finished works of the cross, you know, every Christian should be living from a place of rest, operating from a place of victory. Um, if you're not, there's actually an imbalance and then you'll probably find that you're not at peace, you're not at rest, and you're probably not seeing much fruit, much breakthrough. Um, well, you know, there's so many comments about forgiveness, like, wow. yeah, bless. Like, I asked my mom, she said to forgive me, but she can't forget. Yeah, it, it's hard. You know, sometimes... It depends if that person's walking with the Lord because you don't forget, but we have to choose to forget. I know that sounds really hard, um, but it's just, you want to, as Christians, we want to live as pure before God as possible. Like you, you just don't, don't hold on to stuff. Like, especially if someone's done something to you even years ago yeah. or yesterday, just let it go. Let it go. So yeah. Let's yeah. carry on resting. I will say as well that, Seema, bless you. You know, if your mum can't forget it, it just shows that there's no one like Jesus because Jesus remembers your sins no more. 
you know, and ultimately you honor your parents, but God is God, you know, and you've got the forgiveness from God and he's forgotten it, which is the most important. You know, your mum is your mum, but your mum isn't God. You know, we honor her, but God is God and he's forgiven you and he's forgotten it. And that's the most yeah, important. And you, know? you know, with God, he's so amazing. He doesn't just like put a line through the wrong that we've done. Like he blots it out. He says, I remember your sin no more. And it's so important as Christians. And I talk about marriage a lot because I just use it as an example. Um, because I believe that a lot of life's lessons are learned through marriage. Um, but love remembers no wrong. And even in marriage, your husband, your wife, uh, intentionally, unintentionally, they will, you know, hurt you, offend you, you will get offended. Um, but you have to choose to forget. You choose to forgive and then you choose to forget because as Christians, we don't just get spiritual amnesia, but this is so powerful. Listen to this. You can ask the Holy Spirit to purge your mind. Wow. You can ask the Holy Spirit, purge my mind, cleanse my mind. If you've ever watched pornography, if you've ever seen abuse, if you've been through bad memories, you know, bad relationships, whatever it is, something that will hinder you, even if you had a bad example of a dad and it, it's, it's hard for you to experience the father's love, ask the Holy Spirit to purge your mind so that it, it, it will be like a blur to you and that you can get so healed and receive the, the freedom um, that God has for you. I, I really believe even tonight, I can just sense this, the spirit, the anointing so strong. I really believe that even people are going to get free tonight. A lot of people are going to yeah. get free. I feel like this is a continuation on the word of forgiveness, but then we're going to talk about rest as well. I feel like it's just really going to um, flow really well together. So let's go into Hebrews 4. And then we'll just kind of bounce off of each other. And um, yeah, yeah. Shall, shall I, I'll just go through and read um, Hebrews 4. So let's go through to. Um, okay, I'll try to read it quite quick, but the, most of Hebrews 4 is pretty good. <clears throat> so, um, promised God's rest for people. So, um, Hebrews 4, verse 1. <clears throat> We have to enter in. Say, I'm entering in. I want you to just type that by faith right now. Just type, I'm entering in. Just as a declaration of faith that as you embark on this with us tonight, um, you know, Holy Spirit, I ask you to just release the teaching anointing as we come into your word. Yeah. I just pray that, you know, people will just be teachable, moldable. May we all come away so refreshed and edified because we are entering in. And then we'll, we'll, we'll go through the comments. So feel free, comment in. Even I could see other people are talking about forgiveness and stuff. I really believe the spirits all over this yeah. will minister into it. So write what you need to write. We'll go through it properly in a bit, but let's just kind of just get straight into the word. Amen. So I'm entering in, write that in, type it in by faith. God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to, um, I'm just looking at this. If I should be reading this in I the New King James, uh, I'm thinking apologies. Let me quickly well, translation. You got the, I was in the NLT. I'm going to read from Hebrews here. I got it here. I want to read from the new King James. Mm. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, see, there's a promise in this. Let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel is preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. In those who heard it. 
For he who have believed do enter that rest. As he said, I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it and those whom it first preached did not enter because of disobedience. Again, he designates a certain day saying in David today, after such a long time as it been said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would have not afterward have spoken of another day. Verse nine, there remains therefore a rest for the people of God. There is a rest that is open to you today. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Amen. So let me read it into the um, NLT now because I like the, the New King James and then we'll go into that. So NLT. <clears throat> God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it for this good news that God has prepared this rest. This is good news. God has prepared rest for you through the finished work of the cross, through the finished work of Jesus Christ for everything that he's accomplished at the cross. He has gone to sit down and we now are seated with him in heavenly places. That's why it says that we're seated. There's a seat for us by him because he has finished all that there was to do. It's our job now just to enter it by faith. This rest, God has prepared this rest and it has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. So these people, they didn't enter him because they didn't receive it by faith. You have to receive it by faith. And do you know why you need to receive it by faith? Because entering into God's rest actually means you cease from your works. Yeah. That there's nothing left for me to do. And there is nothing more harder than for us to sit back and think there's nothing for me to do. That's why we have to labor to enter into this rest. The laboring is to actually stop. You know what? You have to, The scripture says you've got to strive to enter this rest. And the thing about this rest that people get confused with it doesn't actually mean inactivity, right? You've got to rest from your works, right? Mm. You rest from your works, but then when you enter into that rest, there are works you do from rest, Ooh. right? Resting in Jesus' finished work does not mean inactivity, but spirit-led activity. So good. And what we want to help you with today by the help of the Holy Spirit is we want to take you somewhere tonight. We want to take you to a place. This place is his rest. Yeah. As we look at verse one there, we, there's so much richness in these scriptures. It's quite, it's quite difficult to just scan over it. You know, I mean, look at verse one to two. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith to those who heard it. So Apostle Paul, I believe he was a writer of Hebrews. He is saying that the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. 
He's talking about some who didn't enter into the rest of the gospel. Mm. There's a rest that comes within the gospel. Mm. Some are not entering that rest that comes oh. within the gospel. I feel the anointing now. There's a rest that comes within the gospel. Mm. And there are some that have not entered into that rest that comes within the gospel. And Apostle Paul is saying, For indeed the gospels preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard didn't profit them, not being mixed with faith, those who heard it. And you see, rest is a place of faith. This is it. When you're resting in God, you are operating in faith. It's actually a very high level of faith. Mm. And there are many that want to mix the word with intellectualism they want to mix the word with their thinking patterns they want to mix the word with their culture but really when the word goes forth god is calling us to be a people that mix the word with faith and then it will profit us because this word didn't profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith see and what you just hit on there when it's um when you're trying to work it out in your own head where does that all operate? That's all in the soul. Yeah. So that's in your five senses. But remember, faith goes beyond the five senses. So it's not necessarily something that you can work out in your, your head. Faith is it, it's where it goes beyond something you're actually able to do. Our, our resting in faith is trusting God to do what he says that he's going to do. If God says he's going to provide my needs, I'm going to do what I need to do, which is sowing my tithes and my offerings faithfully. And then I'm going to stand on the word of God in faith. I'm not going to stay up all night praying in tongues, um, you know, and saying, Lord, I need, you know, whatever you need. You need a thousand pounds by tomorrow. I'm not going to, um, you know, be up all night praying and praying and, you know, asking God because thinking that just because I prayed so much that that's what got me my breakthrough. It's trusting in God that, Lord, I'm a tither, I'm a giver. So I'm standing on your word. Because remember, you have to stand on the word in faith. And I'm going to go to sleep trusting and knowing. I'm praying, Lord, you're going to provide and every need shall be met. And then it's that's how you operate from that place of rest. When you're operating from a place of rest, you're operating in faith, but you're also operating in victory. Amen. You're operating from a very high place of victory Amen. that you know you're on the winning side, that you have faith and trust in knowing that your God will do what he says that he will do. Hallelujah. Amen. And just to give you a bit of imagery, because sometimes people are like, what is this rest? How do I enter this rest? Yeah, in the book of Ephesians, we're staying in Hebrews, but I'm just going to mention Ephesians for a moment because I feel like Apostle Paul, in such descriptive language, he illustrates what that rest looks Come like. On. Ephesians 2, verse 6. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Ephesians 2, verse 6. And raised us up together. And made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, every one of us is seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We're seated in heavenly places, but yet we're down here on the earth. What does that mean? 
positionally, you are seated in heavenly places. In terms of your identity, you are seated in heavenly places. In terms of your status before God, you are already a citizen of heaven, but you're still down here on the earth. Notice it doesn't say you're standing in heavenly places. It says you are seated in heavenly places. And Hebrews 1 verse 3 says he purged our sins. He was the express image of the Father and has sat down at the right hand of God. Do you know what's really prophetic about Jesus sitting down at the right hand of God? Because in the temple, when the priests had to take the sacrifices daily, daily, they had to remain standing. They couldn't sit down because of the queues of people that were there to come to offer their sacrifice. Jesus sat down because he finished the work. Friends, he didn't sit down because he had a chair there. He always had authority. He didn't sit down because he was the son of God. He was always the son of God. He sat down because he completed the work. And friends, he completed the work. And one thing about Jesus, he's offering us that seat with him. That victorious seat. That seat that he is now sitting upon. And now Jesus, he defeated the devil through the death, the burial, the resurrection, And now we begin the journey where he finished off. We are in victory. We are in that rest. Jesus is seated in heavenly places. We are in that rest of victory. We are in that rest of shalom. We are in that rest where our Lord and Savior conquered the power of the darkness. So now when you're praying for that sickness, you're praying for that sickness not from earth towards that sickness, not from an even playing field against that sickness. You are praying against that sickness from heaven towards that sickness. Are you catching the victory in this? Are you catching the the faith that now backs up your prayers? When you're praying against that demon spirit, you're not praying against that demon spirit from a place of being even with that devil. (laughs) You're not even with that devil. That devil is way under your feet. When you're praying against that demon spirit, you are praying from heaven towards that demon spirit. There is an authority. There is a higher level of faith when you operate in his rest see friends the gift of righteousness elevates you on a level with your heavenly father you're face to face with god you're near to god you're hand in hand with god you are seated with him in the heavenly places now all of a sudden your faith carries weight and your prayers are no longer hitting the wall but the ceiling has now been ripped off and your faith is causing you to just go to another level and the prayers that you pray now are having more precision precision sura lavrasi tanikin embisi tananka precision do you know what that means it means you're hitting the target Mm. it means you're not just praying aimlessly you're hitting the target glory be to god that's what precision is and that's what righteousness does see what the beautiful thing about this message today is this is removing the fence of guilt Mm. guilt is like a barrier that hinders people from growing in faith See, Jesus had to tell the paralytic man that your sins are forgiven. 
That gave that man the confidence to take up the mat and walk. The same way what the Lord is doing for people live on air right now, he is actually removing shame. He's removing condemnation. He's removing past traumas. He's removing sin consciousness to empower you to walk in a level of faith to take what belongs to you, to take that which is your portion. Come on, if you agree with me, say amen. This is helping some of you today. Oh, yeah, I can I can feel it so much. I can really feel that even like minds are being renewed. And I want to encourage you, receive this word. Receive this word because so many people don't operate effectively in their walk with the Lord because they don't receive what is going forth. Come on. If you receive this word and mix it with faith, it will have great impact in your life. Now, what did it say? It said that it profited them nothing because they didn't receive it and mix it with faith. Now, let's go back here. Look, so verse six, there is a rest for the people of God to enter into. There is a rest that you can enter into tomorrow, maybe next year. No, right here, right now. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. It's through our own disobedience and our own doing. Because what happens is we think that we have a better way of doing things. We think actually, no, I'm going to take it into my own hands. Let me go away. Let me go and work this out. Mm. I've got this. But really, we have to this. And this is what you're saying. It's such a high level of faith is that I'm believing the word. I'm receiving it and I'm taking it. Absolutely. That I, I, I'm, I'm taking it that, Lord, if you said that you're doing it, I believe that you're going to do it. If God said it, I believe it. That settles it. That's a high level of faith because everything in you is going to want to Google what happens if I don't do this? What what happens? You know, uh, you start Googling symptoms. You start you start entertaining all that remember in the soulish realm yeah yeah you want to take stuff into your own hands Uh, actually no there must be a way that i can i i I can sort this out i I can come up with the solution when all the solutions that you ever need are found in him they are found in god let me share this right now yeah right there's something I, i just feel to share right now i want to share two illustrations and testimonies yeah that give us an example of rest within the warfare. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to touch on, rest within the warfare. Now, the first is a testimony I heard of Smith Wigglesworth, who woke up in the night hours and Satan was shaking his bed. There was a demon power there and he called it Satan shaking his bed. Yep. And he looked at that demon and said, oh, it's only you. And he went back to sleep. Like, what an insult to the devil. Absolutely. There are many in that moment that would start grabbing the anointing oil, chucking it about, you know, start screaming loud, and really you're dancing to the Turning all the lights on. Turning all the lights on. No, no, keep the light (laughs) off. You're the light. Keep the light off. You're the light. Hallelujah. But what an example of rest within the warfare. Yeah. That is what you call a high level of faith within the warfare. That's exactly what happened to me. I um that we've had stuff like that before where we've been in a hotel and demons have been manifesting and I've literally just gone back to bed. Don't even pay them any attention attention because they're just 
making a bit of noise. Um, but I had a similar testimony, not with demons like that, but just of what you're saying of this level of faith and trust. When I was um, pregnant with Zara, I um, was in a job and it was very toxic and it just, I, I knew it wasn't an environment I wanted to be in being pregnant. So yeah. I believed God for a new job. But I didn't leave that job until I'd got another job. And I, it was coming the day for me to go back to work, but I wanted to go back saying I've got a new job and I'm leaving. And the day was approaching and nothing. I had no jobs, you know, I was really, you know, trying everything. And this final night, I was meant to go back to work the next day. And it was, you know, nothing. But I was in faith. I trusted God. And I went to the toilet in the middle of the night. And then I woke up and I went to the toilet. And as I was walking back to the bed, I heard the voice of the accuser, the devil, saying, what's she going to do about work? And I said, I don't know, but God does. Amen. And I went straight to sleep. Wow. And Beautiful. do you know what happened, though? The next morning. Say the next morning. The next morning. I got news that an opportunity opened up for me. There was a job. There was an opening. And the job was mine next day. And wow. it's like. Wow. And, and I will never, ever forget that. That's why I say that Christians should be the most worry-free Christians in the world. Is that Absolutely. I had trust in faith in my God, but I was resting. Yeah. I was resting in his promises that I didn't stay up. I didn't start worrying. I had relational trust so in this God. Amazing. And the same way, what that shows me is the same way that Christ had to remove forgiveness and, sorry, he had to remove sin consciousness, really. Tell the man he is forgiven. Mm. And that was a corridor to the healing manifesting. I believe the same way when we are in rest, it brings forth manifestations oh, yeah. of breakthrough. And that's really what, what that was. That was you resting and the next morning it caused the manifestation. See, what we're sharing today are keys for you to walk in the manifestation. You may say manifestation of what? Manifestation of the promise of God. Manifestation of the blessing of God. Manifestation of miracle signs and wonders that should be following you. The second illustration I want to say, th this is so beautiful, by the way, because this is really giving real examples for people. Because, you know, this message on rest, especially rest in the warfare, it's so alien to many people because we're in a system of performance. Yeah. You know, from the moment you were in reception, year one, year two, you have to do something you have to, to do. get something. Exactly. It's a reward-based system. You only get that shiny gold star if you get everything right. You only get that smiley face and that nice little tick. You know, them little ticks used to get in school back in the day. I do them now with homeschool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only get that nice little tick if you get the thing right, right? Um, <laughs> if I know. you get the thing right. Yeah, exactly. But it's a reward-based system. Yeah. And then from the moment you're in school and then life, you know, only people are going to give you good if you do good. You're only going to get paid if you work. It's a reward-based system. So when you talk along these lines, it sounds alien to the conscience, mm. right? But this is why we preach the word. Mm. Because the word of God uproots strongholds mm. within the mind. Amen. So things that are rooted deep down, I'm talking about demonic thinking patterns, strongholds, um, strongholds the ways of this world. When we're pre preaching and delivering the word of God like this, it's actually the word going forth and uprooting My certain strongholds. I feel the anointing Hallelujah. of God so strong that's, right that's what it is. Carry on with your thinking. 
because I've got I've got a yeah, bounce. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm going to say it now. Go on. So, <laughs> so this is why it's so alien for people I, I, to grasp this message. Hold right, up, no, hold no, up. No, 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 I need no, to, no, 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 hold up, hold up. Let me. So this is this is the next illustration I'm going to go into right now. So yeah. So we've basically given you illustrations of the Smith Wigglesworth rest within the warfare, a high level of faith within the warfare. Pastor Tanya sharing the example of her hearing whispers of the enemy, but her staying in rest. And the next day, as she went to sleep, she received the manifestation. I want to share one more. And this is actually of our Lord and Savior. In Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 40, there was a boisterous storm that came. Disciples were panicking. Jesus was asleep in the midst of the storm. Mm -hmm. And when they woke up Christ like, Jesus, aren't you worrying? Don't you care that we're about to die and you're just sleeping in the storm? Scripture says Jesus had a pillow, Mm. right? Now, there's a number of things that have transpired there. The disciples are saying, don't you care? We're about to die. They were fearing for their death. Jesus then goes on to rebuke their lack of faith. Mm. So Jesus was exercising faith and he was exercising that faith while sleeping in the storm, Mm. whilst resting in the storm. This is how you know rest is an example of faith because Jesus was sleeping in the storm. When he was woken up, he had to rebuke their lack of faith within the storm. Mm. And then Jesus had to rebuke the storm. Storm, you cease. And then he had to give them a little telling off about their lack of faith. When you are operating in rest, you are operating in a high level of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Over to you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just saying this. Um, Asti, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce your name, but it says, I got the biggest testimony of fighting demons in a dream with both of you pastors smiling at me as I was physically crushed the enemy into small pieces wow. on Sunday service. Amen. Powerful. That's oh, prophetic. yeah. If we see you beating up a demon, you, you'd be very sure. We'll be laughing and smiling. So, well done. That's really powerful. powerful. So, what I wanted to touch on, because as you were talking about, you know, um, uprooting strongholds and um, even just right now, you know, this is where we can't be so religious about stuff. This is mind renewal right now. Come on now. Even us just talking and the way we are, we may not be in a church setting. It may not be preaching per se. This is mind renewal. We're mm-hmm. just talking and, you know, things are changing. So uh, verse, uh, I'm reading from Hebrews 4 and verse 7. So God set another time for entering his rest and that time is today. Now, the time wow. for you to enter into the rest of God is now. Mm. God set another time for entering his rest and that time is today. Hallelujah. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. So open up your heart today. Ask the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, help me to enter into this rest. Like you Jesus. may be listening and thinking, I ain't got a clue what this means. Just say, Lord, I receive everything that you have for me. And it will just come. The revelation will come. Hallelujah. Verse eight. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors. They're resting. They're they're resting in the finished works of the cross. And it's the end of the law. They are resting in the end of the requirement for them to do, do, do. 
Just as God did after creating the world. If God rested, how much more do you need to rest? But if we disobey God, if you disobey to enter into this rest, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. Now, what does that mean you will fall? It's because you're entering into pride. You're entering into works. You're entering into self. That it's about you and what you did. So that when you get your breakthrough, it's I prayed, I fasted, I did this. And it was in my own hands and my own strength. Now, this is what I love, right? On the back of everything we've said, what is the next verse that comes into this beautiful scripture? Like everything is, I love God. He's so amazing. He's so into the the intricate, finer details. God is really into the finer things. You know, you look at your hands. If you look really closely at your DNA, it's just, it blows my mind. Mm. But the next scripture now is verse 12. For the word of God is alive and powerful and it is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between Mm. joint and marrow and it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires like i love that that the word of god is so powerful that even right now this is just shifting mindsets what you were saying you know, in Second Corinthians Hallelujah. ten, it talks about taking a hold of uh, taking every captive thought and making it obedient. This taking down strongholds and making them obedient to the word of God, to the knowledge of Christ. And then verse 13, nothing in creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. So then since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, who is that? Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. Jesus understands the weaknesses that we face. But he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. And there we will receive his mercy and find grace to help us when we need it most. Do you know when we need his grace and his mercy the most is when you finally come to the end of yourself. And this is what's so important is that Jesus paid the greatest price. And that really, you know, if you think of the law and the requirements, if we had to pray enough, if we had to fast enough, if we had to quote all the scripture enough, if we had to memorize all the scripture, we would fail. We would say, I can't do this. I'm not a great Christian. I'm not the most powerful. I'm not the most confident. I'm not. But it's good because there has to come a point when each and every one of us comes to the end of ourselves, where it's like, Lord, I can't do this in my own strength. I need you. I need you to help. I've tried it my way. I've I've quoted all the scripture I can quote. I'm just going to rest. I'm going to rest in you. I'm going to trust you. You tell me what to do. I'll do it. And I'm resting. And sometimes that rest, you feel like there's more for you to do. Sometimes there's less. Sometimes the Lord's just saying, enjoy me. Because do you know where the rest comes? I feel the anointing so strong right now. It's in his presence. You just got to come to him in the secret place. Be in that place. And it's there that you operate from a place of rest. Just be with him. He'll talk to you. He'll tell you everything you need to do. Amen. But there's nothing more you need to do. And, and you know, in a way, it's a form of pride to try to do everything. Mm. There are many times we're not wise enough. 
there's a there's a saying I love is that when we stand before him on that day mm. and I encourage you to live a life every day where you think about the day that you're going to stand before him but we will either stand before Jesus based on his righteousness mm. or our own righteousness right. now what's our own righteousness is that if we stand before him based on what I did I I prayed I preached I prophesied in your name I did this I did that or I choose to count all of that as nothing and worthless, but I choose to receive the righteousness that he has. Amen. I choose to stand in everything that he's done for me. That is nothing. I can't boast. If I'm going to boast anything, I'm going to boast in Christ. I'm going to boast in his strength. I'm going to boast in everything that he has done for me. Hallelujah. Whoa. Just got to let it, let it, let it saturate for a moment. Let it marinate. Well, I'm not afraid of silence. It's it's good. Even though I can't hear any of you right now. <laughs> yeah, silence for you anyway, isn't it? And you're still going on, my love. Oi, oi, oi. Paul is saying, <laughs> Paul is saying, Colette and Paul. Paul is saying, Colette and Paul. Wait, is this the Apostle Paul? No, no, it's Paul Huggett. He, oh. might, he, he might be an <laughs> so Apostle. He's reaching the Apostles. Colette and Paul have been overflowing with the Holy Spirit all evening in tongues with you guys. Bless you both. See, th this is the exact point I'm trying to make. It's, we love praying in the Spirit. We absolutely love seeing God move, and, and we sense His presence. Sometimes me and you are in the bedroom. Sometimes it's 1, 2 a.m., and we're praying in the Spirit, and boom, the presence of God just hits. It's like we'll be dozing off, like super tired, had a full-on day, and... I, I really, I like to spend time with the Lord before I go to sleep. And then we'll just, it's like, we'll start reading like this. We'll just bounce a little scripture off of each ooh, other. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then Whoa, it's like, boom. And then it's like, we will just feel the presence of God flood the room. Yeah. And some of the greatest encounters we've had have been in those moments. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, we're just talking on this very revelation when we're talking on the, the gift of righteousness, the finished works of the cross, the rest that God has for us. And as we're talking about it, it's like, and this is how I, I, I say that you just know that the spirit bears such witness on it is because yeah. it's in those moments we've had some of the greatest encounters. Amen, hallelujah. And then it's just like suddenly we just get hit. That's a rich word, you know, today. That's very rich mm. on rest and grace. Like in a short amount of time, it's kind of like, it's weighty, mm. you know, for those that have their hearts open, for those that have their ears open, spiritual ears and physical ears, this word right here is weighty, you know. So my, my prayer is, may you guys receive this rest because it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place and it's found in a person. You know, the word shalom means perfect peace, nothing missing, nothing broken. That word peace is such a powerful word. Yeah, and if I can use ourselves as an example, we live very, very busy lives. Yeah. We run the evangelistic ministry of Walking Like Jesus Ministries, yep. and then we also run a church, which is its own ministry, Pragma Church. So yeah. we run two organizations, which are ministries, um, and it's not just about preaching on a Sunday or just preaching on TV. There is so much that goes on behind the scenes. We do tent revivals. We travel the world. You know, there's so much going on. 
and TV ministry, the counselings, the deliverances. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's and, a lot. And, and I homeschool my daughter at the same time. You know, you're in meetings all the time. So yeah. we 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 are very busy. And I'm I'm not saying that. Oh, look at us. I'm saying this for a reason to encourage you that we c- the reason why we can do all that we do and we've been successful in it by the grace of God to his glory, not because of us. So that's why I'm telling you this is because we have a very strong revelation and understanding on the finished work of the cross and how to enter into his rest to know that if we were to do this in our strength, we would probably get to such a limitation. But the reason why the Lord is even allowing us to grow the way that we are is because we're partnering with him in his rest. So when you're operating from rest, you will actually be able to do more. Oh, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, I felt that. When you're operating from rest, you will be able to do more. This, this is the thing. You've got to be brave to enter into this rest because as humans, you want to have everything in control. You want to do all the stuff, but to stop, enter his rest, and then you're able to do more. That's where the blessings and manifestations and that's where the milk and honey is, my love. Mm. Glory be to God. Mm, milk and honey. Hallelujah. Well, I pray this message has blessed you all today. It's Wednesdays are always so lovely because we can chill. We can have a laugh. Me and Pastor, we just flow with each other like this in a relaxed setting. And we love it. We love it, you know, and this is the blessing of the Wednesday live conversations. Like Tuesday, we have the times of prayer, and that is where we intercede, stand in the gap. We love it. Prayer room, 8 o'clock, and then Thursdays, we have the TV broadcast, Sunday service. But Wednesdays are so nice because it's just chilled, but it's rich. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And, you know, guys, this is stuff to bring into your own homes, into your own families, your marriages, your businesses. I really want to say this to you. Those of you who are running businesses, if you are to operate from a place of rest and really partner with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will give you such strategy where you... I prophesy this, but you will actually see your business take off. Hallelujah. That will actually empower you to be invested practically into the ministry, into the work of the Lord and be able to finance the work of the kingdom of God. So this is deep. If you, if you take this and apply this into your own life, into your own ministry, it'll bless your marriage. Like this will revolutionize your Christian walk. Well, I could say so much. Even as you're touching on that, you know, I do want to pray for people today. Yeah. I do want to pray because I feel like, What we touched on earlier, I I can't move away from this. Mark chapter 2. This is profound. You mentioned earlier on about the way the scriptures are written. Now, one thing about the way the scriptures are written, it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. So the order of which everything is written is divine order. The order of which Christ spoke is divine order. Remember John 8, the woman caught in the act of adultery? First he said... Neither do I condemn you. Now go and sin no more. The church says, go and sin no more. Then God won't condemn you. But Jesus says, I don't condemn you. Now go and Mm -hmm. sin no more. So Jesus removes the guilt first. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Hallelujah. Remember this, my brothers and sisters, every single one of us, before we came to Christ, were all a bunch of rebels. You might have been a drug addict. You might have been someone who is a fraudster. I was on the way to prison. Whatever rebellious lifestyle you were living, we were all ungodly. We were all in sin. Somehow, some way, the grace of God broke into our soul and he invited us to come and sit at the table. We didn't deserve to be at the table, but my son, my daughter, come and eat with me. And there was a nice robe on our back called the robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. So when the father sees you, he sees Christ. When the father sees you, he sees you accepted through the cross. When the father sees you, he sees you washed and cleansed. That that's the power of repentance. That's the power of our faith in Christ. But the order of which the scripture is written is so important because it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And now the same way we see in Mark chapter 2, the man is lowered down. Christ, he's not looking at the health and safety. He's not looking at the risk assessment. He's not looking at, oh my he gosh, look how, look how crowded this place is. Someone's going to get hurt. You guys are lowering the brother from the ceiling. Jesus ain't seeing none of that. He Jesus is seeing faith. Glory be to God. God recognizes faith. Absolutely. Jesus sees faith. And then you know what Christ does? This is what he says to the man. He says, your sins are forgiven that's a strange thing to say he didn't say you were healed straight away he said your sins are forgiven jesus was removing guilt shame condemnation to remove the restriction which will now empower the man to take up his mat and walk friends when christ removes the shame and the guilt it elevates your faith so you can walk in your manifestation that's what christ did that was the pattern that was the order and Tanya, I believe that whilst we have released this word today on rest, we have been releasing this word during this last 90 minutes on the power of the cross, the power of the resurrection, but now you entering in, engrafting in, abiding and residing in what Christ has done, and now you are now in that place of rest. This is going to release an influx of exponential manifestations. That's just what I see in the spirit. I see an exponential amount of manifestation. (laughs) No, because the way I see it, I just see it. Boom, 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 boom. That's the way I see it. If you're receiving it like that as well, I take it, I take it, I take it, I take it. You're going to see it. Some and of you that, are going to see it in the next 24 hours. I'm going to prophesy this right now. I'm going to prophesy this right now. By this time tomorrow, you are going to receive, receive your it. manifestation. I receive it. I By it. this time tomorrow, yes, you are going to testify of receiving your manifestation. Now, if you agree with me, you better grab that keyboard, type very quickly. Amen. I agree. I believe. I receive. I take it in the name of Jesus. Whoa. Just receive it. Uh, that's coming from the Spirit. 
Zuba nakaya la brasa tanefa. Zili ndangasi alambosa tanankasa. Ziandra nashtafi alambrose telekia. Gusto sustona banankia alambrasa. Tia langasi alandrante. Arise my child, arise my daughter, arise my son. For too long you've toiled and you've run around and sweated in your own performance. But there's a new level, there's a new grace, there's a new anointing coming upon your life. And it's actually humility says the spirit of the Lord it's humility it's humility like you've never seen before it's a humility that causes you to die it's a humility that causes you to be crucified and as you enter this rest as you dwell in this grace as you swim in this very ocean of unmerited favor you shall see grace upon grace you shall see fruit upon fruit you shall see faith upon faith and I even sense the spirit of the Lord saying this revelation is going to cause your light to shine it's going to cause your light to shine brighter and brighter and brighter until that perfect day well i feel that felt that i was coming from a deep place glory to god just receive that i see many of your comments saying i receive it amen 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 yeah that's it you take that I feel the tangible presence of the Lord right now. That's what we In do. this studio right here where we are, I can sense the tangible presence of God. Wow. May it touch you. May it mark you. May the word go deep. May it go deep. May it cut deep. And that's what they're saying. It profited them nothing because they didn't mix it by faith, with faith. But it's profiting you everything because you're mixing it with faith. Amen. Amen. I even sense some of you tonight are going to be doing business with God. Some of you tonight are going to be having deep talks with the Father of Lord. I've not seen it my way. It's not working my way. I'm not wise enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. God, I need you. And now I choose to depend on you. I choose to rest on your finished work. I choose to rely on on the victory that Jesus accomplished rather than me trying to toil for the manifestation. Lord, I thank you for what you have done and I choose to rest in what you've done. Some of you are going to be talking to God tonight and really having business with God tonight. Mm. And Mm -hmm. even for those spending time with God, it's like you before were spending time with God just to get your miracle, just to get a breakthrough. But a higher level of faith now is that you're going to trust him so much that you're like, you're going to spend time with God just to spend time with just him. Just for God. Wow. Not, not, you're not seeking Powerful. his hand, but you're going to start seeking his face because Powerful so many words. people, they want the blessing of God, but they don't want the blesser. They mm. don't want he who blesses. But when you're operating in this place of rest, it's that place of trust of Lord, I know you're going to look after me. And yeah, there are stuff I need. Like, for, for, for example, I don't like going to God for a sermon. I, yeah. I I actually refuse to do that. Whenever we're preparing a message or anything, I, I, I always tell God, I'm not here to receive a message. I'm here to spend time with you. Amen. It's good. And then he gives a message. But I, 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 I refuse to get my thing. Oh, okay, Lord, I just need to get a message for the... No. no, 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 no That's no. why it's from that place of intimacy being with him first and foremost and then the the victory flows the the breakthrough the answer to prayer you seek him first and then it's like 
Yeah. And then you add stuff. Yes, Lord, you know, I am believing to get married and I am asking you for this healing and I am, you know, trusting you for breakthrough. I'm believing for more boldness. I'm praying you take this anxiety or depression, whatever it is. But it's it's there, but that's not the main focus. That's not why you're spending time with God. And listen, don't spend time with God. Oh, Lord, make me the best preacher and give me the biggest ministry. And, you know, all this and that. It, it means nothing. Mm. He cares about you as a child. Amen. He wants you to know him and be known by him. Very good. And it's in that secret place. Amen. That Very he good. will just minister to your soul. Hallelujah. Very good. Well, glory be to God. We've been on now for over 90 minutes. It goes so quick. It goes quick. It goes quick because it's it's the realm of the spirit, my Mm. love. It's flowing from grace. And there's so much life, you know. The the, the things of the spirit flow. And, you know, religion demands, Mm. grace supplies. This is why when you're ministering under grace, it's so refreshing. Because under the law or legalism, there's a demand. You got to give. You got to do this, and you got to do it now. Under grace, the heavens are open, and there's provision, there's supply, there's blessing. Yeah, this is why the time goes so quick. This is why we're so refreshed. It's not because of us. It's not even because of the organic food. To be honest with you, it's because of His grace. Hallelujah. Come on, someone, say Amen. So, look, we, we're going to pray, and I also do want to give people an opportunity to support the ministry. We've got so much going on, so, so much going on. We've just released the newsletter a couple of days ago, but we've got teams going out into prison. We had uh, we had one of our evangelists out in prison last week and then in prison again. Why are you, you laughing? Me, you make me laugh because every day, every week, you're like, oh, he's out of prison today. It's not the time to laugh, my love. <laughs> but no, we have people that are going into prisons, winning souls every week. And God is moving. And then we've got the TV ministry, which tomorrow we're on. And it's on. It's not just on like an app. It's on satellite national television. Going into prisons. Going into prisons, homes, hotels there and all of that. There are people who don't you leave know? their home. There are people who are like riddled with and anxiety that's church and for depression. And that's the closest thing they're going to get to church. So we are able to bless them with this life-giving word and that's on freeview and that's on sky so that's going into hundreds of thousands of homes around the uk amazing it costs money and we want to give you an opportunity to give into that to give into the gospel going into all those homes going into the prisons going onto the streets we've got outreaches on the streets taking place there's just so much happening then on top of that you've got the national stuff trafalgar square tent revival then you've got the international stuff of the gospel crusades we had ethiopia a few months back this year we've got more mass gospel campaigns there is so much going on and and the beautiful thing is the heartbeat is souls 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 and it's an unadulterated message of the blood yeah the cross the resurrection the gospel and when you preach the original gospel you will see the original results. Hallelujah. Definitely. So the souls and the reach is just, glory be to God, this is grace again, isn't it? It is. And I want to encourage you, don't go off anywhere. If you're going to give, you know, give, um, but do stay on the broadcast because we are going to pray and just minister some more um, for the evening. But I just really want to just take a moment just to encourage people. On behalf of um, Pastor Daniel, myself, and even the, the ministry team, we do want to say a massive, massive thank you just to the partners, everybody you know who partners faithfully and has yeah. done over the years. 
um, into the ministry. Partnership is so powerful. And there are people who, you know, they give, you know, whatever they can afford. And then you've got people who give really generously and faithfully. Um, we want to bless you and say thank you. And I just want to take this moment to just really encourage you. If you haven't become a, a partner, like I'm, I'm looking at people, you, you're joining us every Wednesday and you are part of this. I really want to encourage you to sow seed faithfully into the work of the ministry. And I'll tell you why. It's so important that you're in covenant. You're in covenant wow. with us financially through your giving wow. so that we can pray for you and with you. And we pray for our partners. Yeah. You know, when we're doing stuff, you know, um, it's like Paul, he says, I, I never cease to give thanks um, when I, when you come to mind. And it's always like that with the partners that like Amen. we've just, um, you know, completed our accounts for this year and then we can forward plan for the following year. And when we look at that, it's always like, thank you, Father, for everyone who has supported the work of the ministry and been alongside us because we're believing God for the building. The building is one of the biggest kind of next missions that we're really looking at because we 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 really believe that you see the sign here revival. We are believing God for revival, and we're Amen. not just here praying and you know Lord, we we're, we're taking it by force. We are we're, we're we're moving. We're on the go. You know we're looking at different nations wherever we go. God is using us, and it's the 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 partners that are helping send us. Yeah, They're helping support us. To to be able to go and do what we need to go. When we need to receive from God, we're able to receive from God and then we're able to go out and be a blessing and it's all thanks to you. Wow. So Powerful. I do want to give you guys opportunity, or we do, shall I say, um, to, to really pray and ask the Lord, go onto the website. So even if you don't do it now, maybe you're going to do it at the end or you do it now, but walkinglikejesus.org forward slash giving and there is an opportunity if you're in the UK, you can become a monthly partner and then you can gift aid it. Wow. So you can give an amount, but then the government gives on top of that. How amazing is that? And then if you're international, there's information for you to give internationally as well. And I want to encourage you, you're not getting behind a person. Yes, God is using us to um, do what we're doing as the, the the face, if you want to call that. We're out there on the front line, but really you are getting behind God's mandate mm -hmm. that he has for walking like Jesus ministries. And God has to use people. He chooses to use people and he just so happens to entrust. And I say entrust. This isn't just, this is our thing and we're doing. God has entrusted walking like Jesus ministries. God has entrusted Pragma Church to us that we will do what he tells us to do. And we do have a heart that, Lord, we're willing to go where you want us to go. We'll do what you want us to do. And we're going to raise as many people as possible. We're Amen. raising an army with Pragma Church, Hallelujah. with the followers, with all of you online right now. You are a part of it. Say it. I'm a part of this. Amen. So I want to practically give you an opportunity and an encouragement um, that get behind it. If you watch every week and you're part of this, want to encourage you, you know, seek the Lord. What is it that I can do to really be a part of this yeah. so that you can help it go even further? Because let me tell you, God has so much for this ministry. I, I believe that. I, I would also like to personally say a thank you to every one of our partners, all our faithful donors, yeah. all those that supported our ministry. And the key word about our partners is faithful. 
because during the pandemic, our partners didn't stop giving. Many of them increased. Yeah. You know, and that's radical, you know. And then we were able to go and do the tent meeting. I put the tent up and we were able to do it independently because I was meant to do that tent mission with a church. The church pulled the plug on us because of the pandemic. God was like, no, you lot still do it. And because of our generous donors and partners, we were able to put up a big top tent in West London on private land and go on for not just three nights, four nights, but... How many nights was it? 15? Huh? 16? No, I think it was about 10. 10. 10 or 12, which is phenomenal during a pandemic. During the pandemic. <laughs> and so many were baptized. So many were healed. So many gave their life to God. And even to this day, I've personally met people that from that week long, 10 days, in 2020, during a pandemic, are now walking with the Lord and were impacted you, during that tent revival. Yeah. And But it's our faithful partners that rather than during a pandemic declining or decreasing their giving, they actually, in faith, increased it and supported us. So that's why when I talk about our partners, the word that comes to my mind is faithful. Yeah. You know, And I want to say thank you to every single one of you for trusting, walking like Jesus, for believing in us, believing in what the Lord is doing in us and through us. And our promise to you is that as our partners, we will pray for you. We will steward the giving. We will use it straight into souls. The TV ministry, the stage truck that's been complete, by the way, this year is going to be out in Oxford, Peterborough, Southampton, other places. These are all things we're working on. Like There is so much happening within the ministry. And some of you can't be a part of it, but you can give. Mm -hmm. Some of you are praying, but we just want to encourage you to also release practically that gift with that give it with that prayer so it can help us move forward and with the whole partnership thing i I find it so beautiful because it not only helps us currently but it helps us forward plan yeah it helps us with projects we're working on it helps us for crusades we're working on to know that right on a monthly basis we've got believers that are supporting us confidently is helping us to plan for the rest of the year and the next couple of years these are opportunities that are are opening that we can give back to you that when you're going on crusades that we're actually able to take teams with us when we're going on these missions to finland we're taking teams with us so we're actually helping raise the next generation of evangelists and revivalists and you get blessed whether you like it or not, yeah. <laughs> when you give, God will bless you. Amen. It says in Luke um, 6, 38, something there, 33, um, you know, give and give and it shall be given to you, pressed down, shaken together, Amen. shall man put back into your bosom. Malachi 3 says, you know, try me in this, you know, in tithes That's and offering. Good. You know, will I not pour out for you such a blessing that you won't have room enough to contain it? Mm. Now, you know, there's X amount of people on the live stream right now. So I want to encourage all of you to become a monthly partner. Most of you are on here every week faithfully. So we want to encourage you to be faithful in your giving. And it's going to be a blessing. Honestly, there are so many things that are in the pipeline that we can't talk about right now, but are great, exciting opportunities that we're able to open up to the general public as well. So I'll let you kind of lead and then... Absolutely. I was just going to touch on partnership just for a few more moments, just to say that with partnership, there is something called a corporate anointing. 
You know, when they were in the upper room, they were all praying in one accord. You know, the Bible says in unity, God commands a blessing. And there is something called a corporate anointing that when we get together, when we partner, when we connect, there is an agreement. There is a, a synergy, a holy synergy. So for those that do partner within the ministry, it's you are practically saying, you know what? I'm connecting. I'm joining my faith with their faith. I'm joining my heart with their heart, and I'm practically giving into the missions, activities, and soul winning that they are carrying out. So it's such a blessing for us when people do give as a partnership on a monthly basis. Look, if you want to give a one-off offering tonight, then we will receive that. That will be a blessing to the ministry. You know, we appreciate your generosity. But if you do wish to partner, there are many different options. You can partner £25 a month, £50 a month, £100 a month. You know, you can even go more than that, a couple of hundred pound a month for those that wish to tithe into the evangelistic ministry, into somewhere active, somewhere where God is moving. Then tithe into the ministry through your partnership. But do connect and join your faith with us in this way. It is important, and I believe it will help keep the cycle going. The cycle, because you're sowing regularly, and now you're reaping regularly. You're giving regularly, now you're receiving regularly. You're now tapping into the anointing regularly, now you're seeing that anointing manifest regularly. So I really want to encourage you in the area of partnership. We never usually touch on partnership like this. So I believe that God is really wanting people to connect that bit deeper to connect yeah. in covenant with us yeah you know and so we, we meet with our partners as well and just again you know god blesses you back even a practical element is for those that are partners when you come to our meetings the tent revival we actually have like reserved seating yeah. for our partners because we like Correct. to honor we love honoring people we we are just honoring in the way that we are um, and we do like to honor um, the partners of the ministry. So yeah. whenever they come to any of our events, you will see somebody with a sign for partners because we like to bless them, Absolutely. you know, with good seats, have them at the front so that yeah. they can receive. Because when we look at the tents, when we look at everything, we're like, hey, you're part of this. This is all because of you. Absolutely. So we do want to give you an opportunity to give support and partner with the ministry today. You can do so by heading over to www walkinglikejesus.org slash giving. You can do so by simply doing it on your device or on your computer. Just log right in and there's various options for you to give tonight. You can give via filling out the CAF form, which you can gift aid your gift on. There's bank transfer. There's giving via check. There's also the partnership details. It's, it's all there. So just follow the Holy Spirit. Do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Give what he tells you to give tonight. And we just want to say a massive thank you to all our partners. Whilst we do give you an opportunity to give, support and stand with us, we're going to let you have a few minutes to just do that. And then we'll be back after so we can just pray. Yeah, so don't go anywhere. Stay. We'll be back in a few yeah, moments. Absolutely. God bless you.
you're washed in the blood of Jesus, you now belong to him. When you're washed in the blood of Jesus, you are now a member of God's family. When you're cleansed in the precious blood of Jesus, no devil in hell can touch you. No witchcraft can touch you. No demonic power can touch you. Why? Because you're under the blood of Jesus. And there's some of you that may hear me right now and you may not know Jesus. I want you to be included in this final prayer. If you don't know Jesus, then you must know him today. The blood of Jesus will wash away every one of your sin. So you don't have to go to hell so that heaven can now be your home. So from the bottom of your heart, repeat after me right now. Say, dear Jesus, I turn from my sin. Wash me in your blood. Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and you are my Savior. prophetic words earlier on that there is someone here that has an injury from football what did he say it is right you are right the message was for me for last two months when he played football this leg is broken come on come on and what makes the blood of jesus so precious is this. Friends, it washes away every one of your sin. Jesus was made unrecognizable so you can be recognized before the Father. We are declaring that Shanto and the whole of Ethiopia shall be saved and shaken by the power of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise the Lord. Well, I just want to say a thank you to everyone that has given tonight or is giving after the broadcast. We appreciate you standing with us and supporting yeah. the ministry. And we want to pray. I want to pray for all those that have supported today. And I want to pray for all those that have received the word that has gone forth today. And you're believing God for manifestations. I'm looking forward to hearing the testimonies. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I lift up every person that's on air tonight. Lord, I want to especially pray for those that have given tonight or those that are going to give. Lord, as they plant that seed into fertile ground. Lord, as they choose to become partners with this ministry. Lord, I pray may there be such a cycle of reaping mm. upon their life. Yes. Lord, may they reap the benefits, Lord, 
of supporting souls. Lord, I thank you that as they seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, everything they need will be added unto them. There'll be no lack in their life. Amen. That's what I declare over them in the name of Jesus. And Father, I also want to pray for all those that have heard the word of God go forth today through the airwaves. Lord, as we are talking and believing on resting in grace, resting in victory, resting in the finished work of Calvary, Lord, may many start seeing the exponential manifestations that were mentioned earlier on exponential manifestations in the name of Jesus. And Lord, just like you prophetically released by the anointing of the Holy Ghost earlier, that by this time tomorrow, they will have testimonies. Amen. They would have received breakthrough. I declare that over your people. And Lord, we look forward to hearing the testimonies. And Lord, we are careful to give you all of the honor all of the glory and all of the praise and all God's people said, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We bless you guys. Mm. It's lovely. I just had a message come through saying, wow, Pastor Tanya for today. Just clicked in my brain what it means to seek God's face. I right. kind of know what it meant, but tonight it clicked. And this is exactly what we mean. It's just, it's just Beautiful. the penny will drop. The revelation will hit. Cool, and this is what it's all about. The word goes forth and it just, it, it drops. Beautiful. So we love it. We're, we're so thankful. And that's what we're here for. We're here to serve you guys in the word, in the truth. We will not compromise. It's very black and white down the line. We, you know, just want to preach it, preach the gospel. That's what we do. That's it. Preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Um, I bless you, Pinky. Um, forgiving. We bless you all the way from um, Abu Dhabi, isn't it? Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Bless you. We appreciate your seed. Thank yes. you for all those that support the ministry. Absolutely. So, yeah, and this is what we say. Be blessed over these next few days. Just enjoy the intimacy you have with God. Yeah. Confidently enjoy the presence of God. And then you shall see an influx of manifestations just follow you. And that's what we're declaring over you. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's Amen. been amazing. To it's to been great. So we'll let you guys go. Make sure you join us next Wednesday. So make sure you are subscribed to um, Daniel Chand on YouTube, Evangelist Daniel Chand. So you can hit subscribe and then hit that bell. So you know when we're going to go live. Sometimes we might just go live when it's not a Wednesday. Spontaneously. Might do the spontaneous one. Sometimes we, we get into a bit of a mood and we think, let's just put the cameras on. <laughs> um, but most times, most Wednesdays, um, obviously Pragma Church on Sundays. And um, we've got Tent Revival coming up um so make sure you do book on for that we know it's going to be the biggest fullest one yet Amen. so make sure you're registered and you come over to um Ten revival we've got i got a camera in the way oh it's gone um but we've got jenny weaver mike signorelli uh ben fitzgerald david hathaway john edwards myself daniel making my brain work but yes all the people are coming and then we've got trafalgar square on saturday the 3rd of june Everybody in the UK, make sure you come on Saturday, the 3rd of June. Guys, I'll just say this. It's a privilege to be able to even get an opportunity like this. 
we're doing it in that sense. So just come. That's all we need. We need people to just come and support. Sorry, I'll say this how it is, but you got people, they'll go and they'll protest for what pensions and NHS and all this other stuff. And when we want to go to preach the gospel for Jesus, people, you got to come. Amen. Amen. That's it. That's so it. make sure you come, be blessed, and we will see you then. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. Glory be to God powerful evening <laughs> it was we love you guys pray you were blessed by tonight's word i was um so remember hebrews 4 talks about entering into his rest you spoke on luke 2 which, mark 2 is sorry mark 2 yeah, thank mark you two, yeah. um which speaks about um the leper sorry the paralytic <laughs> we're getting tired yeah now. the paralytic it was in the bible <laughs> yeah it, it was all good just rewind it if you're watching that it, it was, was powerful Amen. but yeah christ he removed the sin consciousness first, which removed the guilt and shame. He said to the man, your sins are forgiven. And then straight after and that. And you know, to add on to that, I was just reading in my NLT. It actually says that Jesus said, oh, it's gone. No, it didn't. He said, my child, your sins are forgiven. Look at that. He called him my child. Beautiful. Amazing, isn't it? Beautiful. Hallelujah. Well, we love you all. Be blessed. And we look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. See you next Wednesday. Good night. God bless. Bye. We will see an end time harvest of souls in this nation. We're not here to promote religion. We're not here to promote some social club. We're here to lift up Jesus. Jesus still heals. Jesus still saves. And Jesus still changes lives. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a joy to bring you the Word of God in the comfort of your home. Why don't you comment below, click like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you can be made aware of future content. Thank you for joining us today.